Welcome to Club Management. I'm your host, Shannon Dawson. And if this is your first time checking out the podcast, make sure you follow us at soundcloud.com slash clubmanagement1. We're on mixcloud.com slash clubmanagement1. And we're on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, And uh, finally, I'm happy to announce we're on Apple Podcasts. Just type in club management and you'll find us. Um, I'll have a link at the bottom of the show so that you can uh, access it easier. But man, that took months to do. So I'm really happy that I finally got past that whole picture barrier. And (laughs) I was able to get the podcast up there and ready for you to listen to. So I'm really happy for that. Um, For those who are looking to help out, if you'd like to make a donation and become a part of the Patreon family, you can head over and make a donation on Patreon at patreon.com slash clubmanagement1 as well. Very easy to find us. Episode 12 has made its way here. And in this show, we talk to the founders of Shanghai Community Radio. A group of friends whose paths have crossed to bring Shanghai's thriving music scene from behind the firewall to the ears of many around the world. For the last two years, Shanghai Community Radio has hosted a number of shows aimed at giving a space for Shanghai local artists, crews, and DJs to tell their stories and paint their picture of what art and life look like in their communities. This is Shanghai Community Radio. Welcome, everyone. Getting started. Hi, y'all. The station is somewhat small, located in a bit of a rundown building. But in this small, quaint studio, station founders Sam Liu, Katie Roseland, and Defan Xu work full-time to operate, promote, and deliver high-quality audio and visual streams of each show. What's so important, though, is that the station has acted as somewhat of a teacher. A lesson for me and folks who aren't familiar with what's going on musically in Shanghai, or even those living in China who have had little exposure to certain sounds and subcultures. It's not only a platform to listen to music, but there's somewhat of a cultural exchange and dialogue happening between each show that really zooms in on just how interconnected and united we all are. Each show brings something a little bit different and unique to the platform. Shows ranging from the history of the internet. Actually, the internet started as like a handful of computers by these like dudes in labs. Very to in-depth artist interviews. Developing the skill and booking gigs is only a small portion of it. Exactly. Than being able you, to maintain. You don't realize like how much business you have to do and how much work you have to do beyond just DJing. And DJ mixes. Blink, founder of the Elusive Cloak Radio, is a regular contributor to the station. Him and his crew create DJ mixes showcasing some left field, fun, experimental sounds from inside Great China and abroad. He talks about his first time at the station. It was uh, June or July 2018 and I think Jaya connected me and Katie on WeChat. We talked about doing a live session in the studio. Because guest, head of all club, asked me if I wanted to do a monthly event there. And I said, yeah. So I had a chance to Shanghai at our first offline party. Then, at the afternoon of the party date, I went to the studio of SHCR. Along with me, we've got local girl Jaya and the Beijing guy Trilla Plus. The same lineup as the party that night. So uh, I played first with uh, 1982 only uh, UK hardcore set, and Jaya played her hybrid set, which was really great that she has been playing so good while she's just started her DJ life. The greatest thing is Trilla Plus never knew how to use CDJs and Jaya taught him right there and he just got used to it and uh, played a great set too. After that, we had a party at Oh that they were so happy for us. I had a chance to stop by and lay down a set at the station in December of last year, where I was so excited to see how all the little mechanics work behind the station. Katie, Sam, and Defon told me about who they think are some of the best talent coming out of China. 
what experimental music means to them and their epic New Year's party that just passed. Obviously, with the station, you guys, how are you pulling your resources together? Because obviously you need some sort of way to survive. Are you getting some sort of like grants or how do you, I guess, receive funding for the station? Yeah, we had a grant. So the first time, um, the, the first little bit of money or first, actually, the first couple of months, we just did pull out of pocket and really kind of scrap together people's gear, which was crazy that people had so much gear that they had access to, like whether it's a camera or a GoPro or, um, you know, specific cables that people bought out of their own pocket or um, like audio gear. Uh, we got like we like swindled some CDJs when we needed them. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was really nice and kind of like a trial run, but also what happens is like that shit is not dependable. And then you're like, Oh, I don't know if I can like this, this person wants to like broadcast. I don't know if we can make it happen. We need this and that. So it's really unsustainable. And then we got a little bit of money just for renting a new space after we lost basement six where we were first broadcasting. And then, um, from there, we could get a little bit of gear, like maybe a new computer and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we used that to stream more. And that I think expanded, of course, our library or archive or whatever that was easier to use to get a grant with. And that's kind of like how that progressed. Mm-hmm. And the grant as of like today, like three days ago, it's like out. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but yeah, that's how it works for now. And, um, it's the three of us working full time. And of course, uh, you know that grants are not the only, like, are not that sustainable either. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at, like, uh, Berlin Community Radio, they uh, kind of survived with that for a while and then they ran out. So that was kind of a big shock, maybe to the, like, community radio uh, whole community, I guess, for lack of a better word, network, whatever, that, like, okay, shit, we got to do something else. Mm. Um, like, Hong Kong, they have, their space is granted to them, but they um, use the space itself to sell things, like, um, like things associated with a record label. So, I think, yeah, we also have to, like, find balance between commercialization, merchandise, party, um, party vibes, also curatorial events. Um, if anyone's listening, wants to book us, please do. Yeah, of course. And, uh-huh. I'll, and I'll make sure I'll, at the end of this, I'll make sure to put all your links yeah. so that if we can donate to you or, or, or try to yeah, fund the station in some you. sort of way, that'd be great. Um, and I'm curious. So right now, all the audio kind of lives on a couple different places. You've got it on, you've got your video on Billy Billy. You've got the audio on SoundCloud. You're on Netties too, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Also, um, somewhat Mixcloud as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somewhat Mixcloud. And a little bit on YouTube, what we can muster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it doesn't get like copyright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always those damn copyrights that, you know, right? just like come in the way and shut everything down. I hate that. Um, <laughs> how much, I'm curious to know, how much of your listeners are coming from like, are coming from China and then coming from abroad and all different parts of the world? Are you able to track that or? Uh, yeah, Instagram analytics wise, it's uh, like majority Shanghai. It's like 80 percent, I think. Eighty percent Shanghai, and then London <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, right? some other places. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really yeah. cool. Really, really cool. Um, yeah, oh, SoundCloud have analytics that we can check. SoundCloud, I'm not SoundCloud, sure. It should, but it's also like it's also already been filtered for SoundCloud because like if you're going to be listening on SoundCloud, you're most likely not. Yeah, it's so hard to track, man. Yeah. Like, because everything, some things overlap, and then like the platforms are all like dispersed, mm, so it's yeah. really hard to say. Yeah, that's no, okay. Yeah, I don't know how people do this, but like, I think that that's like so important. Like, knowing your data, it's really, really important in terms of how to grow a business. Like, we know that, like China, Big Mama China has taught us that, like, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how data works and how how it's an asset. Um, so it's really hard to figure that out, mm-hmm. but. Um, Definitely our demographic is, is overlapping in a lot of ways, too. Like, there's a lot of club kids that are international, right? And we also take in a lot of um, artists from other places that get booked in China. And they're really happy to play here. And then, of course, then you have, you know, people who are based here. You have people who are born here. You have people who are born other places in China. So um, in terms of the spectrum, it's really hard to tell. But... Um, 
what we try to cater to is at least the local crowd and that's and that's why you know our name is this it's like we would really like to feature more people who are who are based here so maybe the only thing that i can really tell you is that like i know who's been on the show but i don't know exactly who listens <laughs> that's okay <laughs> maybe that's the more appropriate answer no, that's okay. Um, and yeah, let's let's talk about that because that's so special. You guys have had so much talent walk through the doors at the station and you seem to have like the the bullseye on the culture in Shanghai. Um, can you kind of give us a for, for those who don't know, what are some of the unique sounds that you feel are coming out of Shanghai right now? And are there any of your favorite producers or DJs that you think are really just kind of putting on for the city right now? Uh, think obviously gas subco is like went really big last year. Uh, on a global scale, like one of the freshest labels in the world. Yeah. 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 Also, I think um, a lot of people, um, I mean, our friend uh, Laughing Years, yeah. yeah. She, uh, laughing years, yes, yeah, she's, uh, she came from a little bit like, she, she was making ambient music for, for a few years, and then, oh, actually, she, she has been producing music for three years, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's been doing ambient, more like techno stuff, mm. but then, um, I think, like, last year, she has been, like, venturing into more genres, mm-hmm. and then, and it still has like a, a pretty, how to say like, yeah, like like a like still like 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 that ambient quality to mm-hmm. it. Actually, a lot of like uh, international acts came through. Like when they her 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 life said they were like so impressed. That's something I think that's really special too about what we're doing is like people meet a lot of the local like you're talking about this local catalog mm-hmm. for sure. Damn, who's your pace? Yes. I can jump in. Yeah. <laughs> I will say like I'm super impressed with um Dirty K's new release. Mm. I think he is um really just an outstanding uh, music producer and approaches music in a very different way and um, and is really unapologetic about like you know really wanting to be like staunchly like local like Chinese like working from this from so and he's like you know released two times on genome now which is like really big um, shout out to that that crew because they have definitely paved a lot of ways um, <laughs> for electronic music and for ex- experimental music whatever we're calling it now um, club music and um i feel like they have a lot of international recognition but i don't think they have enough honestly i think that they work a lot harder than they're given credit for um and have a really nice uh um catalog as well and also like iki i think has a very unique sound and um she does really nice kind of like bedroom dreamy uh yeah kind of creepy japanese uh, yeah, like lullaby music. That's totally beautiful, and that was one of my favorite favorite um, artists this year. She's done a lot of. I think she had two or three projects. She did a lot of work. Um, also, I'm so impressed with Basic. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, it's so crazy. I love his music. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. And actually, like he just came through maybe two days ago to do a recording because we're off air this month. So. He did a recording and like I feel like he's just like such a wizard and like such a humble person and like lets the shit just like flow through him and um, really treats the work as like I don't know like a physical sculpture or like a painting like just to see him work very um, kinetically and tangibly uh, it's really inspiring um, and also yeah the, I mean the releases they just sound great as well like it has a really good um, 
I don't know, kind of bridge between like hard, hard hitting things that, but also like really melodically interesting. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, Jaya is such an amazing DJ that she has a like incredible taste that I don't know even know where she gets it from. Like, uh, I remember, like, I've known this girl for a while, right? And she would like play tracks for me, like, at my house, and I'd be like, "How did you know that?" Like, that song came out when I was in high school, and like, I thought I was the only one like listening to that in Kentucky. Like, what do you do? <laughs> I have to find this. Like, you're how old are you? Mm-hmm. And um, and also, she's just like also just an outstanding like host as well. She does, uh, she hosts like a talk show here where she goes through tracks with with different guests that she brings on. And I'm super impressed by that, like personally as well. Uh, so I think it's just really great how she can kind of treat things communi- like in a community sense, mm-hmm. uh, and try and get like different voices from from our audience and and this. Um, also, too, like the Chengdu crew is like smashing it up this year as well. Mm-hmm. There's such new energy coming out of Chengdu. Um, obviously like Blink is someone that I've been in touch with for a while and he's a great he's a shit hot DJ as well. Yeah. Um, and in terms and, of his catalog. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say and Cloak has done obviously a lot of things with you guys in the past too. Yeah. Uh, Cloak Mix or Cloak Radio. And it's a it's like a kind of send in only music platform. Yeah. They've been doing some streams. I think Recently, they, did, they did one. one yeah. They did one um, live stream with Mars 89 mm-hmm. in Club, I think. Yeah, in Axis. And, um, yeah, so I mean, it's cool. Like, we also had Big Loco come through, which I didn't I unfortunately didn't get to meet him personally, but um, just seeing like how much energy is coming out of Chengdu is really inspiring, and I'm sure like a whole new uh, yeah, yeah Psycho Boy, we booked well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to the transit action. crew. They just did like a crazy yeah. rave in uh, in Chengdu, and they had like a whole bunch of. They had Nienna. They had um, yeah, was it photons or something like that? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, those are really noteworthy people in my. And I think it's kind of hard to say like just the Shanghai scene because there's just so much overlap and people come through all the time from like mm-hmm. the rest. Of China. So. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, everyone's chatted up most of the labels that, like, in Shanghai. But also, like, you know, like, Function Lab, which yeah. always comes through as well. Definitely like, Function Lab. Lab. Great release is also affiliated with Laughing Years. Mm, definitely. Uh, who else? Also, yeah, uh, our friend Narja is also producing. Mm. He's showing me some, some of his footwork stuff. Yeah, cool. yeah, he sent that, me some stuff the other day, and I was like, what? You don't, you can produce? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, he, like, secretly does exactly. it. Yeah, if you know Narja, like encourage him more. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so this question might be a little difficult, but um, sorry, wait, maybe Defon has one more. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, Beijing scene. Yeah, Beijing scene. Yes. All right. And, uh, she's an amazing DJ, the resident DJ at Zhao Dai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who is also like super, super young. She just finished <coughs> uni in, mm. in Leeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, also, um, yeah, Beijing. Who else? Simon Frank. Simon Frank. Yeah. Is a is a producer who who's like been producing like kind of electronic post punk music for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those people are like now it's like a <clears throat> yeah they are all affiliated with Zhao Dai, which mm-hmm. is a, an amazing club in Beijing. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I got a chance to play there um, with uh, with Tiger Paw. Actually, I played right after Tiger Paw. Oh, right. oh shit! And I was like, I was so my hands were shaking because obviously like Tiger Paw melted everybody's faces off, and then here I am coming on after. <laughs> oh come on now! <laughs> also shout out to also shout out to Sid. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Sid. She is actually the one who helped to set up the show at uh, Jiao Dai. So big shout out to her. Yeah, she's been yeah, she's, she's been, great. Yeah, she's been bringing a lot of great uh, talent to Beijing. So shout out to her too. So mm-hmm. this next question is probably incredibly hard, but I want to see if you can answer it. There's been so many artists that have come through to the radio station: uh, Susie Analog, the Yeti Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Ace Manuel. Yeah, um, mm. What shows for you in particular go down in history as the best show on Shanghai Community Radio? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
it's, um, it's a tough one. Yeah, that is really <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I had fun one time, man. We did this thing with, like, Lotion Crew that was really sick. We just, like, got in a room and started filming, and everyone was just dancing and doing whatever. And it wasn't, like, club music at all. It wasn't no club DJs. It was, like, someone playing from a computer. Yeah, someone, like, playing from a computer and, like, people walking around like i like that kind of stuff mm. as well like um just i think this maybe is a cheap answer so i don't have to pick a dj but like i think i do really prefer um or i'm i'm really interested in um more dance body performance um this kind of thing because i do think like i really appreciate radio obviously mm. and i really appreciate music obviously but i do think like like what should our camera be doing the whole time like someone's DJing and that's like something I think about all the time like what am I supposed because this is what this is like my kind of role as well like I'm I'm supposed to be in charge of this so I feel like big responsibility anyway my point is I, I love like this kind of theatrical um uh I guess approach to 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 radio because uh, I think I think yeah a lot can be done with that uh, also, there was another there was another artist who um, who just like left the station and I and like we kind of like and we kind of like filmed them going all the way down the street and like getting in a taxi and like running away from the studio. Well, they're a duo. They're a duo act, and the other person was playing the DJ set, and then I was like chasing the, the other person <laughs> down the street. That was really funny. That was um. And they're in full costume. Yeah, like a full costume <laughs> concept. So that yeah, that was um, that was um, SF. Oh, I forget their numbers. Zero one one something. Like zero that. yeah, zero one one six eight, and then SF. Is it SF? Uh, anyway, really, <laughs> they're really good friends. They're based in LA. They're really nice people. So that was fun. Um, I think our first stream was really sick too. Uh, that was with like kilo v opening the first uh the very first moments on air and then we had like knock to loosened like nice. singing like doing his live set and also like charity test that's our like first and only hyphy set that was so sick um chemist also played um a really nice set as well and am i forgetting anyone yeah, and also uh, Swimpo did a right, yeah. did an interview with Goose. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Swimpo does really nice interviews um, because obviously he's like a you know obviously he knows a lot about music, but also he's a fan of these people and and he and he has really good knowledge. I think uh, knowledge base based on like what is happening in China like socially, and then he'll kind of like reflect that into. Um, an interview with with an artist like Bloods Boy he had recently. I read uh, your end of year list for you, that you put up on Weibo, and um, yeah, it's really varied styles of music. Obviously, the playlist you've prepared today barely has any rap music on it. So, yeah, yeah uh, I like some quiet music lately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I listen to some ambient mm -hmm. or some jazz. Yeah. We even had like um, a field recording artist that was really interesting. Really cool. Uh, what else? Uh, I, I think Leanne's like. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, that was really, really special. That one is. Uh, Want to explain more about it? Yeah, she basically she has in like very interesting approach like the history of internet so during this time like the internet wasn't what we know as of now like there's no browsers there are no <laughs> there are no browsers there is no there's no nothing like you need to like write you know, like there there's there's nothing on the internet like no people have made any things so the first things that were made on the internet were these things called bbs bulletin board services so, like, bulletin board services kind of look like these. Like, this is a super fancy one. This is probably, like, a more low-tech one. So, I mean, like, the original point of making these things were kind of just, like, sharing your research, talking. Mm -hmm. the, the show was called, um, like, a short and useless history of, <laughs> of the internet. It's, like, really informative, and it's, yeah, it, 
it, uh, yeah, because like history, um, you'll think it's like quite academic and could be like a, yeah. a bit more boring. <laughs> but what what she what's uh, what's her approach is like really really fun. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, like talking about meme culture, cultures, like something yeah. that people don't really take seriously. That yeah, can, it's actually quite 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 like a lot of effect like, on culture. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So there's also I think Yushu Yushu Yushu's uh sat was quite special as well because she she's she's born in she's born in China she grew uh not not grew up she's like born and raised in Kaifeng and then like when she was in high school she moved to uh she moved to Vancouver mm-hmm. is Yushu Vancouver yeah she she moved to Vancouver and she got like quite massive. Uh, in recent years, on yeah. global scale, and it was like quite a surprise to see like basically like everybody, just like all the Chinese kids. No yeah, matter, they all know. <laughs> yeah, because because they they uh they don't necessarily like what, what she produced. Like Yusu, she plays and produced was basically house music, mm-hmm. but like kids don't are not into house music at all. They they love her. They just <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. That is so. That, that, cool. that was, Oh yeah, that was very sick. And also, like she, she, she really talks when she plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like, that's something. Yeah. yeah, shout out to the radio format DJs, man. We really appreciate you guys. Oh, yeah. so we cool. love, we love, we love a club DJ. We love a you know whatever ambient DJ, but we really, really love a radio format DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that is, please, please look it up and please come to our <laughs> to the station. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about the New Year's party. Because Sam still doesn't want to make. Shanna, you should really make Sam commit to an answer because yeah. he's like really trying not to. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, God, That's right. He's letting, you... You go, he's letting you go ahead. Yeah, you know. Wait a minute. You sneak past me. Yeah, yeah you got to answer. <laughs> yeah. What about like even just one with your friends? Like you yeah. had your friends. Yeah, I have my friends over from Vancouver. Um, shout out to uh, Annie and Nick. Tail mattress and uh, Ting Ting, mm-hmm. so we just did a little like just fun, just whatever kind of a set on um, on air, just playing some music that we like, some mm-hmm. slow stuff that we can't usually play in the club. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, Nick's been like a DJ in Vancouver for a while now, just producing and also creating music, but not getting too much shine in Vancouver. So it's really nice getting him on air and then having like you know people here like actually yeah. recognize his music. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has never. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, actually, Sam, my my next question is for you because this is um kind of directed towards this uh interview that i saw you did with was it i think it was roddy where you were talking about the electronic music culture uh specifically coming out of all club um and you just had such a really beautiful answer about like how these scenes and how what you guys are doing at the station and the music that is coming out of shanghai right now is really it's more than just music right like these spaces offer um a way for uh young club kids to be themselves and express themselves um i just wanted you to expand more on what you were saying in the article about like what does electronic music mean to you and but and katie and and defan you can also answer this question too um I think oh I, I can't remember wait which which interview was this again? where was this from? Um let me Radii? But where in Radii? What did he say actually? Yeah, what, was it was it sorry, I'm not saying it right, Radii. My my, my bad. Uh this was no. this one's called Searching for Space and Place at Shanghai Club All. Do you remember this interview? Wait, when was this? <laughs> <laughs> this was it. Wait, I will tell you right now. It is. Oh my God, where's the where's the date on it? Oh no. Was it Sam or was it San San? Like another another San San? No, it was. It says Sam. It says Sam Lu on it. 
Wait, what? what? Girl, what are you talking Wait, about? What was this? Who was this? When were you running your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm for real. I'm not. Wait, hold up, hold up. I'm about to say y'all the link right now. I'm going to say the link right now. Uh, Look at you. You did such good research, Shannon. Damn. Shannon, you I don't did know what such, I said. <laughs> you researched the hell out of this interview, and, and we like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, did you yeah. take a look at the link? I just sent it to you. Uh, it's Radii. It's on Radii. Radii, sorry. No, yeah. Who's Tia? Who's Tia? Oh, I think they just took a couple pictures. I don't remember since. Right here. <laughs> Did you just say you oh, were damn. drunk? <laughs> I was drunk. <definitely> <laughs> oh, you got a big boat right here. Oh, oh, Alex. Yeah, Alex. Wait, which who, Alex? Who the, the kid who came through before to the, our old space? Who was like going to Harvard doing like a graduate? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a diasporic, like a Chinese American kid from LA or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was that's super what, cute. That's what this is for. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, at least uh, I don't know. For me, at least for like electronic music is kind of interesting, just because of the like where it comes from and then how it came over to China. Right. Like it's also like a very recent thing for club culture. It's kind of like a, it's a it's a way to transmit certain types of kind of. Values in terms of how you organize people around um, a, a sort of art, like music, as opposed to like visual arts, it's like a very communal thing. Kind of brings a lot of people together. Um, so I don't know. That, that's why that's something that I find interesting about music in general, and then electronic music. Um, I think I, I think I know what you, maybe what you was getting from like yeah. kind of these paragraphs about um, blackness and culture coming mm-hmm. from. Mm. from black america or you know um jamaican roots yeah mm. you know like dub culture these things that have been transmitted um and then and then relayed mm-hmm. by people who are more mobile mm. and i think that's really um a big point of this project is to kind of transmit a certain mobility that not everyone is privy to mm. um and you have something like i mean we can look at the case of hip-hop it's like right. in china like a really big thing that got capitalized very quickly mm-hmm. and you have some kids who have said i don't know i mean sam told me this quote i don't know who said it, i'm not gonna say but like <laughs> what what does hip-hop have to do with with what like with subcultures with, yeah how is hip-hop how is hip-hop underground anyway yeah. and it's like okay right i get it and that, and it's okay because like not everyone also has the same information either some people live their whole lives you know maybe not being able to read certain RA articles or listen to certain RA podcasts or be able to read certain, you know, literature about like the history of, of hip hop, they wouldn't know um, where it comes from. And so we have to be very careful about who is given face and who is given the responsibility of retransmitting something that, mm-hmm. m- that maybe they got. And not saying like, okay, we're going to talk about um, authority and like who has authorship of this certain music. Of course, everyone can participate however they would like, right. but being, very careful about making sure they give respect to the to where they got it from um and i think i think that's really uh a very sensitive mm. part of culture yeah. um that's a big part of like why i kind of want to do like radio format stuff especially is just because it offers a chance to kind of talk about the context behind stuff and that's why i think interviews at least for me are like uh really integral part of this project is because you get people who come through with their music who, who they're playing the music at the clubs but i mean there's like both a language barrier and also um you know a barrier to ac- accessing the resources to learn more about these artists on a deeper level and what they stand for and you know why they make their stuff being like on air yeah on air interviews yeah. and that, that's a way to provide context for a lot of the kids here who otherwise would just go to the club and just like you know like oh wow this is like a really well-known dj but like yeah. why like right this music yeah. you know this is something that carmen of jaldai was just talking about as well on air on on her show here at shanghai community radio she was talking about like um oh i just lost it yeah it, it's it's like oh it's context like, yeah context, context. <laughs> and, and and so it's like um 
like when 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 like rock music was the biggest thing, mm. so there's always a, like a frontman in the band. Mm. Mm. But but versus like uh, at first like the techno culture. Mm-hmm. When 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 it just started in Detroit, mm-hmm. basically like you you think of the the early tech, Detroit techno guys, they are the their whole thing is about anonymous yeah, and, like yeah underground resistance. That underground resistance, they yeah. never show their own face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like kind of like rebellion re- 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 mm-hmm. against like rock music culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 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 like speeding up to twenty twenty <laughs> now, like. DJs are like superstars, you know. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. They are like rock star of our time. Yeah. Definitely. And they have, you know, and like you, you see more, like at least me, I, you see more of them on Instagram than you would yeah. on SoundCloud. And, and that's just how it works. But I think, yeah, in terms of like how things originated. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. My point, I remember. Carmen was saying basically there's not a lot of journalism, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> like there's not a lot of like crucial and critical journalism that's in Chinese language for people to have this kind of basis of discussion, and that's something that we would really like to get more involved with as well, and like giving platform to people who have something to say, and like being able to host discussions, um, mm-hmm. because yeah, these things are new, man. These things are really new uh, in Shanghai and in and in all of um, China nationally, and I think yeah, there has to be a lot of dialogue about. Are we all on the same page? Do we all know what, like what this means? Like, do we all care about the same thing uh, in terms of like hosting a party or making a mix or making music? Um, and I think those things are really interesting. And of course, the whole entire world is like, at least you know, for like since since like 2017 and 2018, the world was obsessed with like Chinese modern producers. What are they doing? How is the VPN? Ah. <laughs> and like they're, they're trying to tell the story before like maybe. No. Yeah, this is this is like obviously electronic music came from like a very uh, academic background. Yeah, then there was like uh, but nightlife is like essentially like a different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, electronic music is such a broad term. Mm. Like anything mm. electronics is electronic yeah. Yeah, music, exactly. which also means like bands that use amps on electro <laughs> you know like that yeah. are also electronic like <laughs> one of the first bands like used fully fully like electronic stuff was like a tangerine dream mm-hmm. which is like a huge band mm-hmm. yeah or use all synthesizers and yeah but nightlife is like quite different from uh yeah my my mind is like kind of chaotic but I don't <laughs> it's okay <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah it's a big question <laughs> But obviously, because like, uh, we were, um, I was talking with some friends like uh, a few days ago and they were saying like why there's no, like, because like in like dub culture, mm-hmm. they basically, they build their own sound system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, yeah, it's like no one has, no one has like a big budget for a big club or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they just have fun and build their own sound system. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, we're always complaining, like, there's noise restrictions and <laughs> in the club and shit, like, but, but there's seems no one that was building their own sound system in China or something, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Th- those, like, little things, you know. So, yeah, oh, actually, and that's a really good I- idea that you guys mentioned. It'd be great to see some sort of, like, like a newsletter or something from you guys just kind of talking about <laughs> the things that's going on in your community. Um, that'd be really cool. Um, okay, I don't want to keep you guys too long, but yeah, briefly. No, it's good. I love this. You like this? You, I, I'm just worried yeah. that you're. <laughs> we love you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, how how was your New Year's party? Tell me all about it because it looks super cool. And uh, was it was it really in a tank or was the place just called the tank? <laughs> <laughs> the real oil oil tanker. Yeah. What it was, a, it was used real to be. used to be a real oil tank? What? And they. And 
they renovated into like uh, art galleries. <laughs> yeah, the Westbound area. So this is in the Westbound district, and and this is a place in Shanghai that was kind of um, super industrialized back in the day. That um, even the Used Museum used to be an airplane hangar. Uh, I think the Long Museum was also the Westbound Design Center itself was also I think a, like some warehouse or factory. Um, and then like uh, during Expo. Yeah, these yeah these things got converted, and actually, I'm not sure how true this is. Somebody should fact check this, but I heard that you know the story Empire of the Sun that there's like a scene in that where the, this yeah. boy is lost and like yeah. walking through this like weird like Tomorrowland looking thing like <laughs> that that was actually West Bund itself. Yeah, um, so Bala like was grew. Grew up in, in Shanghai, Shanghai. Yeah. yeah. So it was like based there. So anyway, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these places, they kind of feel like a little bit like, um, like the Tate maybe, like in London, like it's a lot, a huge kind of empty district that's like really expansive. And yeah, this uh, tank museum is kind of one of the newer uh, spaces to open, aside from the um, what's the French uh, Pompidou. So the Pompidou just opened, but the, I think Tank is probably second newest. And um, they do a, a quite interesting uh, exhibitions, actually. Like they had, um, oh my God, what's their name? The touch designer guys from Japan. Uh, team Labs, God, yeah, sorry. They had Team Labs out there um, doing a lot of like, really, you know, visual heavy, uh, techno technology heavy uh, work. And uh, a few other parties, they had a really nice opening party last year. And we kind of linked with them um, just through friends and that we really appreciate as well. <laughs> Shout out to those friends, the plugs. Um, but yeah, we, and, and we just kind of was like, listen, we, we would really like to also just like bring community feeling to this. And also, you know, our club kind of vibes that we, that our parties usually turn into and bring into a space like a, a art museum to me was quite nice. Like, and also a little bit, um, what's the word? It was, a, it was a little bit challenging in ways because you can see on the dance floor, literally you could see like, these are the club kids and they're in front and they're crazy. And then the art kids are standing in the back, like <laughs> scared and not, not sure what they're looking at. Um, so those are great. And then also, of course, like um, Asian Dope Boys, um, Tianzhuo Chen, Tian Chen, yeah, Tianzhuo Chen is like uh, a really amazing artist uh, out of China that has been working, you know, about five years now um in some really avant-garde kind of works that he incorporates a lot of music and nightlife culture into his work and so he did a very special um i guess like showcase during the countdown mm -hmm. of new year's and that was with um baby china Yu, who's also part of asian dope boys and then aisha devi who's like a long-term collaborator with them and uh, it's really beautiful like she makes amazing music um I'm sure everyone knows Aisha Debbie, like, just what she, yeah, just her presence is amazing. And, like, the, so the whole vibe of the space was really nice. And, yeah, it's a round, a big round tanker um, with, like, a round dome ceiling. So we were really nervous about the sound, how it would work. Yeah. Like, would it be too echoey? You know, like, are you going to, what are you doing, like, for, you know, for, like, um, all this, like, sound refraction or whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying. But um, it, came out, it came out really good. It came out really, really good. And. And I'm I'm super happy that we can try to have parties outside of the club. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, like shout out to the clubs. Like we love all an elevator and everyone that's ever hosted us. Um, but I think sometimes it's it's nice to try and see where parties can go when they're not in the in these spaces that are designated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is it, it's like quite challenging because it also like a much bigger space. Yeah. 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 Also. So we are not only working with like Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good. we are probably working with like ten people on set. Yeah, oh, good. that's what yeah. you mean. Yeah. So a lot of cooperative like, yeah. communication, communication, figuring out so. how to you know, operate that. And it's also nice bringing it to a different crowd as well, and kind of exposing mm -hmm. them to something that they probably normally don't see you expect or you know yeah and i could go on a tangent if you want are you ready for a tangent i'm ready for the <laughs> tangent let's go okay <laughs> but i was talking to someone about this party and they were like we haven't seen i haven't seen anything like this since like 2015 2014 and i was kind of like wow that's crazy are you just trying to compliment me here but actually the point is um a lot of things have changed in terms of uh events and um event management and festivals within Shanghai um, 
because I think a lot of things have become more regulated. Mm. That's not a critical point. That's just like a factual point. Like um, I used to work. So I've, I've been in, I've been in Shanghai like seven years now and I used to work for like event companies like um, uh, the ice cream truck, which was like, if anyone knows, shout out to them. Actually, this is how I met Mau Mau, Sam, uh, Sam Mowry of Elevator. He used to work for this company as well. Um, and they're an events company. They're very young and like super cute doing a lot of raves, offsite raves. They booked, I think they maybe booked, did they book Diplo? I don't want to say anything wrong, but they booked like quite big acts in, in like 2015 when we didn't, when there wasn't really that many people coming through when Shanghai was quite isolated and actually like all of, all of China was mostly quite isolated, uh, in terms of our acts and, and this kind of thing. Anyway, these people had a festival called DAF, D-A-F-F, Design, Art, and Fashion Festival that, um, I got to work kind of closely on and I got to meet a lot of friends, um, with that who are still like my family here. And, um, those things were at huge scale and they were maybe like 20,000 to a hundred thousand attendees, um, and they were also in the West Bond. And then I remember the final one of this, they had done maybe two of these festivals and the third one, they led all the way up to almost the opening day and the government had canceled Ooh. it. Yeah. Right. A lot of different things were happening culturally, we can say, mm -hmm. um, with like umbrellas, we'll say. And uh, I think that, that kind of triggered a lot of this, a lot of this kind of retreating and scaling back nightlife and scaling back um, events. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I think I did have that feeling again when I was working at Tank. Um, because, yeah, it definitely didn't feel like working in the club. And I, and I think I really miss that, like, off-site rave vibe. And, and I think that, that brings a more of a DIY spirit, like what we were talking about, like people building sound systems. Mm -hmm. um, or, like, people making uh, making a stage out of something else. Or, like, you know, figuring out how this works and, like, reframing and recontextualizing like whatever club is um i think that that's a that's a really interesting exercise that um can culturally process a movement in different in different contexts that that can be sometimes insightful do you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like if you have this party out here you know like actually this track is a big banger because i can play it in the middle of a field or a a, a weird like um, dilapidated stadium or I can play it in a warehouse and it's really going to hit off you know different than it would in a in a club where it's meant to be right you know what I'm saying yeah, so definitely. so I think it has different kind of practice for this and this is something I'm really interested in and I know it's so hard to do in Shanghai it's so much harder than than it used to be um, so yeah that was kind of that was kind of maybe something I learned a little bit from just doing this this party and got me really excited mm. oh, I'm so happy for you guys um, mm. okay plans for 2020 what does Shanghai Community Radio have coming up next for for us we have new means of sustainability <laughs> 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 no I don't know girl I don't know you tell me <laughs> um, I think <laughs> yeah. yeah that's our company. Uh, do some shorter videos and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> we want to focus more on on uh, on lifestyle. I think this kind of. I know it sounds really corny, and I hope people out there aren't aren't like, oh, now you're gonna be a hype beast blog. Like, no, it's not like this. Like, I think kind of going back to what we were talking about, like the interview structure of of uh, on air interviews. We want to get to know people more. Want to get to know like um, our community more, we want to represent them more, you know, even if it's just like five or 10 minute videos of like, hey, here's my setup in my in my studio, I'm like right. da da da. So just kind of focusing more on that. Um, we want to, we want to also too, it's like hard to answer like what is 2020? Cause it's basically whatever anybody wants to bring to this, that's the point. It's mm. not necessarily us, us to, to steer the ship. It's for people to decide like where they want to go and like what they want to see. Because I think that that's the point of this project is community driven, right? So the, it depends on people getting involved. And the more people that get involved, the more you're going to see what you want because you'll be involved. So <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're interested, like, please message us directly or find our group chat or email yes. us. Yes, let's, let's do that. Um, let's, let's do that shameless plug real quick. Where can people find you? Okay. <laughs> so the, the most direct and professional route is uh, info at s h c r a d 
dot io. So it looks like SHCR radio, but the dot is between the the D and the I. Okay, cool. And then and then our Instagram, you can you can follow us. It's SHCR underscore radio. And then our Wang Yuan is SHCR Wang Yuan. Uh, SHCR Wang Yuan. And then our Billy Billy is our main um, is our main platform. But you can actually reach the Billy Billy by just typing in SHCRAD.io and just str straight into your browser, and it should take you right to the live stream platform that's like either live or replaying. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, lastly, like you're welcome to come to the studio itself, and this is in Changning District of Shanghai. If y'all, if you're ever around. Um, come through. We're coming out of the interview with me, Sam, Katie, and Defon. And when I went back and listened to it, I was like, man, we, we talked for a really long time. <laughs> but, you know, it's just so interesting to hear them and what they're doing because they're somewhat of historians in their community. They're archiving all of the really, really great generations of young artists uh, new artists, old artists that are coming out of the city and internationally. And I think that's so special. I always like the idea of radio shows because that kind of content can live on the internet for so long. And then it takes one person to find it and listen to it. And then, it, you know, it just, it, it's just this continuous stream of information. I really love that idea of like having a show that was done old, that was, of finding content years from now and being like, man, these people played really great music or they talked about some something that I can really resonate now with in 2020 or 2025, whenever you find that content. I think it's so special. Um, so yes, please make sure that you're following our friends over at Shanghai Community Radio on all their social media platforms. And if you can, please help to donate to the station too. If you are someone who knows what it's like to be independently funding any kind of project, these things are rough when you have costs and expenses like rent, you need access to better equipment, you wanna throw an event offsite and you can't because that gets tricky financially as well. With our donations, we can help our, our friends have a little bit more uh, sustainability and, um, you know, really, really be able to keep holding this project down. So you can find them at shcrad.io. You can also find them on Instagram at shcr underscore radio. Uh, most of the content lives on SoundCloud and Netties, Wang Yingyue for the folks in China. I will have all those links at the bottom of this show that, so that you can go back and take a look at all the great stuff that they have. You can also listen to my show too. <laughs> uh, also for, for us, make sure that you're following Club Management as well. SoundCloud.com slash Club Management 1, MixCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Thank you. God for iTunes now. I will have that link posted at the bottom of this show too. And we're also on the TuneIn app as well. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 12 of Club Management. See you next time. Check